0: Welcome to the WDW for Families podcast, a show dedicated to helping families plan their trip to Walt Disney World.
1: All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and we are here with the same crew as last week. Shelby's here. Shelby is here. Shelby's here. Yeah, you were very far (laughs) away from your microphone when you said (laughs) it. Stephanie is here. Hey, guys.
2: And Jesse. Jesse Hey, everybody.
1: All right. So. We are all here with you again this week. No, Randy again, much to, uh, much to our disappointment, and we are going to be talking about another hot Disney topic. So, what did you guys think of last week's show? Uh,
0: I think we probably had eaten too much beforehand, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like in a food coma, maybe. Yeah. Again, know.
1: fitting that it was Thanksgiving week. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Well, did everybody have a good Thanksgiving?
2: Oh, yeah, ours was awesome. Lots of family fun.
3: Yeah, we uh, we took a little bit of an added vacation. Mm-hmm. And stayed in Knoxville for
1: a few days. Knoxville, vacation mm-hmm. paradise, Thanks. my hometown. <laughs> nice. What did you, what did you do over Thanksgiving? You know what?
0: We were at home, which was fantastic. Oh, that's and nice. And just kind of lounged. It was well, great.
1: It's good. We went to I don't even know the city, but another nameless rural city in Tennessee, <laughs> where it was. Uh, it's, I don't even. It's like all just north of Hendersonville. I can't remember where we were. We were on a lake wherever we were.
0: Is that so. like where you catch the turkey? Everybody goes out. Let's get a turkey. Let's kill our turkey. Let's kill our turkey. <laughs> and we're going to everybody work together. No. No?
1: We did eat deep fried turkey
2: again. Which oh, yeah. Awesome. That's a classic.
3: When I was in the second grade, oh. I told my best friend's mother that it was my year to catch the turkey. <laughs> And made up this whole elaborate story about how we, one family member each year, caught the turkey. <laughs> and the way that we got the feathers off was we attached it to the car and dragged it behind on our way to Nashville. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Wow.
1: That's, that's a good memory.
0: It's a fun story. Good times. Good times. That's amazing.
3: Uh, yeah. All right. Happy so, Thanksgiving.
0: Well,
1: <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. As yes. the turkey.
3: Well, we're in
1: full-blown Christmas mode. I've got three Christmas lists on the front of my refrigerator that represent about, you know, 300 bucks a piece at least. Mm. And so I'm looking forward to that. We're getting ready for the Disney Marathon. Finished my, Lord willing, last 20-mile run before the race last week. So, here we go. Let's talk about something completely unrelated to that topic, which is... Now, okay, let me set this up. So we've had this conversation many times over the years, but never really that in depth. For the most part, when you go for a four-day vacation at Disney or a three-day vacation at Disney, most people are going to the Magic Kingdom at least one day, maybe even two. So we've talked about which park do you pick next or, or vice versa. But most people will do two parks in one day in that scenario because they want to experience all four parks. So they'll fork out the money for the park hopper. They'll go all day to Magic Kingdom. They'll go all day to Epcot, possibly. But then they'll split DHS and Animal Kingdom. Now, that's the way it's been in the past. We're seeing that more people are including Epcot in that. So we're just taking Magic Kingdom out of the equation. You've got to do two parks in one day. What is your strategies for an animal kingdom DHS day? Because I believe that's what most people would do. Do you do you agree with that? Yes or no, Stephanie?
0: Mm, most people would. Um, I wouldn't. You don't, but- I have a different strategy, but yes, I think typically that people will say, "You know what? There's not quite as much right now at DHS, so we're going to do what what we want there, and then we're going to go on." To do Animal Kingdom, okay. The and highlights.
1: Would you agree with that? Yes or no? DHS, Animal Kingdom are the two that most people split.
2: Yes, most popular choice. Yes, not our family. Again, we do the opposite, so we can talk more about that later. But, um, but yeah, I think that's that's how it's split right now.
3: I think for a lot of people, it depends on what your crowd looks like. For us, we've got kids, and there's just not a, as much for them to do at Epcot, so we will split Epcot and Hollywood Studios.
1: Sure. That, yeah, that obviously. I think a lot of people, based on your family makeup, but for the general mm-hmm. listening audience, mm-hmm. for the most part, people will do an Animal Kingdom DHS day. And we still do that, even if we're going to other parks on other days, because we just like going to multiple parks each day. We don't like doing the entire day at one park, if we, if we have park hoppers. Okay, so the questions are this, all right? These are the questions for this scenario. Which one do you go to first? Which one do you go to last? Why do you do that? Where do you eat your meals at? Mm. What fast passes do you book for those days? And the last question we'll go through is, okay, let's say Epcot's in, in this situation at the very end. By the way, one of our listeners asked us to do a podcast on four parks in one day. Randy actually... Just did that yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. He texted us. He was updating us on his text as to the four parks he went to. I've done it. Stephanie, you've done it? A couple of times. Have you guys done that? We have have never never done it. Okay, so you need to take that challenge. We're going to have a show where we talk about four parks in one day. We just want Randy to be there. Okay, so, for for the taping. Anyways, back to this topic. So let's go with uh, everybody around the room. Where are you going first? Real brief question. Where are you going second? Where are you going first? Where are you going second? Animal Kingdom DHS Day, Stephanie.
0: I'm starting in Animal Kingdom. Okay. I am going to rope drop Flight of Passage. Okay. Um, my uh, I, that's what I'm gonna rope drop. I'm going to book my Fast Pass. Okay. And let's hold on to
1: our Fast Pass. Hold quick. the Fast Pass. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go. Well, just I'm gonna real quick.
0: rope drop, and I'm going straight to Flight of Passage.
1: Okay. That, that's a good add on question. Mm-hmm. Which one first? What are you rope dropping? And by rope drop, we mean that's the attraction you're going to as soon as the park opens. And you're going to be there early. Right. You're not getting there as the park opens. You're getting there 20 minutes early so you can be in the near front of the
0: line. Mm-hmm. I personally might even be there 45 minutes to an hour before. That's usually when we get there. Um, because I want, to be, I want to be right there at the front.
1: Yeah, that's wise. Because one phenomenon about rope drop is if you're not in the front, you might experience a longer line. If you go there right at the opening, because that's where everybody else is going in most cases. They're going to one of those rope drop attractions. Okay, Jesse.
2: Yeah, I feel the same. I'm Animal Kingdom, and I'm rope dropping Flight of Passage.
1: Okay. Where are you going, Shelby?
3: I'm going to go DHS, and I'm going to rope drop Midway Mania.
2: Toy Story, Midway Ooh, Mania. Oh, I did not see that. In his is, all-time yeah, favorite red. That's
1: a curveball. I love it. Okay, I am I am definitely rope-dropping Animal Kingdom and doing the same thing you guys are. I'm going to Flight of Passage immediately. So why would you, what scenario would you go to DHS first? Like, why would you go to DHS first?
3: To rope-drop Midway Mania. Well,
1: I think mo and we're an advice show, so I'm not going to advise anybody to do that.
3: <laughs>
0: Whatever. He, he
1: looks snarkily at Shelby. I, I would rope-drop Slinky Dog.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I was at DHS, but if, why would I go to DHS first? Well,
0: I think, I mean, if you have a kid that's all about Toy Story, Mm -hmm. then I think hands down, scratch what we just said. You're going to want to go to DHS first. Um, They're not going to care as much Mm -hmm. about Flight of Passage. They're going to want to do all the stuff they can do in Toy Story Land. So I think that's your scenario where you want to go there. Yeah. You don't want
2: to be hopping over there during nap time. No, you know, you want them to get to experience it right off the bat in their prime of that day.
3: Which is why I'm going DHS and I'm love dropping Midway Mania. But okay. you told us to hold on to our Fast Pass, so yeah, yeah.
1: Well, let's we'll talk about that right next, right next after right next. Uh, just real quick comment on it. The other reason I would do DHS first is because I I want to see Pandora at night. I
0: Pandora really at night cool. is really
1: cool, and it that is. would be the the case I would make for making Animal Kingdom the second park. That would be the only case I would make.
0: Or, or I'm gonna throw this out there. Okay. Or if you want to eat a really good dinner Yeah. at Animal absolutely. Kingdom, then yeah, you want to end up there.
1: Yeah. Those so. those are the those are the two things that I would say would keep me at, at Animal Kingdom last. Let's 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 talk about fast passes and then we'll go back to this idea of when we're and why? So, Fast Passes. What are you doing? What's your Fast Pass strategy? Based on the fact that, that you're going... In fact, we'll answer it this way. The girls are going to DHS first. Boys are going to Animal Kingdom first. What are we doing with our Fast Passes?
0: In general, when I know for a fact I'm going to do two parks in one day, and the parks are, like for instance, DHS and Animal Kingdom, that have two major rides that people really want Fast Passes for. What I'm going to do in that scenario is, like I said, I'm going to rope drop one. And in that scenario, I'm going to do my fast pass for the second park. Right. Normally, if, I, if it's um, a different situation, I might do it opposite. Like I would do my fast passes first thing, which typically, like if I'm going to go to one park, usually Magic Kingdom. Yes, I'm going to load my fast passes midday. That way I can stack more. In this scenario, I want to save that fast pass, hopefully to try to get Slinky Dog. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna save my fast pass for Slinky Dog.
2: Yeah. If you're going to Animal Kingdom first, is that what you're saying? Yes. And what are you what, okay.
1: what are the other two rides you're fast passing there at DHS?
0: Oh hands down, Aerosmith, rock and roller coaster. And I'm also gonna do it depends on what I can get. Is that, can, is
2: that ride still in the
3: that's tier, my question. The What's
2: the tier dog, system like now? They moved it out now?
1: Yes.
0: Right. You can get both of those now. Yes. If, if there is a Toy Story Midway Mania, I'm going to get that. If there is not, then I'm going to get Tower of Terror. Yeah. That's what I'm going to find. Okay. Fast what by. are you doing, Jessie?
2: Um. Yeah. Mine would be really similar. Slinky Dog would be um, a no-brainer, mainly because we haven't done it. And <laughs> I really want to get to experience it, and I think that that's going to be our best shot. Um. And then, yeah, we love Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror. Um, so
1: you're doing the same thing. You're you're basically going to...
2: Yeah, I think if we can rope drop Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom right off the bat, um, then I wouldn't see a need to get any other fast passes at Animal Kingdom. I think the weights would be minimal enough there that we could get anything else we needed in before we headed over to our second part.
1: Especially in the morning, I mean, before noon. Now, Safari might back up a little bit, but mm-hmm. that would be the only one. I don't even think the lines for Everest have been crazy lately. No. Now we're talking about we're talking about a typical day. We're not talking about a holiday. Yeah, kind no of, Christmas or Thanksgiving. You know, we're not talking about an extremely busy time. And a busy time, does that
0: change anything? Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be able to get the. You're not going to mm-hmm. be able to get some of those fast passes that you want. You may be able to get one mm-hmm. yeah. really good one
2: and, and it eliminates well, some of the things you plan on doing.
0: I mean, I wouldn't plan on doing as much at animal kingdom.
2: If I knew it was going to be a holiday, I'd eliminate a few of the rides.
0: When I know before Shelby answers the question, I need to feel like I need to throw in too for people that are, that are newer in planning. You know, we talking about these fast passes for the second park and I, I think in my head, what are people's questions? Well, The first question that I would hear is, well, how would you know what time to set up those second park fast passes? Mm -hmm. So that's another question I would say. In my mind, I'm going to set them up after 3 o'clock. I'm probably going to have lunch, most likely, at the first park. Um, So (laughs) Andy's lunchbox, maybe. I don't know. Um, but anyway, or it may, be, it may be a heavy snack, and then I wait till I get it to the second part. But I mean, I think that's good for people to know. Like, how do you schedule that? Do you do them um, midway through the day, or do you wait till like afternoon time? So anyway, sorry, if it's I was going to throw like that in.
1: Slinky dog dash right now, then you're getting what you can get. Exactly. And so you're basically like if you can get exactly. two o'clock, just go ahead and grab it and just be out of animal control.
0: Right, right. You plan around that. And
1: how long would you say you but le- plan? Let's
0: say, let me throw this out there, too. Let's say you couldn't get Slinky Dog until, like, 6 o'clock that night. Well, then I'm going to work my other Fast Passes for, that are for DHS, try to get them a little bit earlier, the right. hour earlier, and then work my way back. Sure. But, yeah. And you got to take
1: into account when you're going to eat dinner. And, and the time it takes you to get from... DHS to Animal Kingdom, how long of a transport is that for the most part? It can be up to an hour.
0: Yeah, I would allow for an hour. It might be – there are times when it could be more. Right. Depending on if you hit the buses.
1: If you hit the buses just right, you can be there in 30 minutes or less. Uh, But if you don't, I have stood there waiting at – to me, the worst is Epcot to to Animal Kingdom because – it just doesn't feel like they run many busses between those two parks. Anyways, all right. So Shelby, you've been waiting patiently.
3: So I have to go Animal Kingdom yes, first. Right.
1: If you're gonna do that,
3: what are you gonna do? Just different than the way that I answered, so my strategy changes a little bit. If I'm at Animal Kingdom first, I'm like you guys said, I'm gonna probably rope drop and go straight to Flight of passage, and I'm going to. I'm gonna get my fast passes at Animal Kingdom while I'm there because, you know, different than what y'all said. I want to get all my fast passes out of the way in hopes to book fast passes later. But maybe not, I yeah. can get, maybe I can get a fast pass at Midway Mania when I get to a, DHS in the afternoon.
1: There is a possibility you could, and that possibility or would be Rock and Roller Coaster. Well, uh, uh, let me explain that because because it, it's if you are constantly checking, if you constantly have your phone out. And you are constantly scrolling through the rides. There's an app, the My Disney Experience app, where you can constantly check for fast passes. I've gotten Flight of Passage late in the day, doing that. I've I've gotten everything I've wanted doing it that way. But that takes somebody just sitting there looking at their phone the whole time, which is basically what I did for one day. Yeah. It did, wasn't a fun thing. I didn't enjoy it. Uh, but I got we got on everything we wanted to that day. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I uh The problem with that is more than likely the fast passes that are going to be available after you do your three are the rides you can walk on anyways the attractions you can walk on anyways if you know that something like slinky dog
3: depending on I mean, the crowd
1: yeah i mean if it 's a crowded a crowded day you absolutely I would book it later and if it's if i would even right right now while slinky dog is Im- immensely popular, I would still do it later. And that's what I would say. I would say a rope drop, obviously flight of passage. Then I'm booking my fast passes for uh, slinky dog and whatever I can get at DHS, like whatever top end rides I can get there. Um, and this is what I'm doing at animal kingdom in the morning. I'm doing, I'm doing a uh, flight of passage and I might wait for the river ride. Probably not. Uh, I've, seen it once. Once you've seen it once, you're good to go. Uh, but I'm probably not even doing that. I'm riding Flight of Passage. I'm leaving Pandora. And then I'm going over and riding the safari.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: going to enjoy the safari. I might swing out and see the Festival of the Lion King show then. And then I might go over to Everest. And I'm going to... No might
3: about it. You know, I'm, I'm going to Everest. Going to
1: Everest. And I'm going to eat lunch at at there. And I'm definitely... <laughs> Not going to sit down and eat somewhere, although you guys would probably say Yak and Yeti take out. There's too many little snack-like things that I like at Animal Kingdom. So I'm getting a snack here, a snack there. I'm getting the pimento cheese sliders. Mm. I'm getting the the buffalo chicken nachos. nachos. I mean, I'm getting those little things, and that's going to be what I do for food at Animal Kingdom. And then I might or might not do something else at Animal Kingdom. More than likely, I'm leaving at that point.
2: That is devastating that you would miss the best show Finding well, Nemo. Country Bears um and Magic Kingdom. um, um so. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. You cannot be at Animal Kingdom and not watch I Finding Nemo. I am so happy.
0: I am so it's happy. It's the best show. Jessie is my home girl. That's right. And Shelby's my home boy.
3: I've been telling Todd that for years. You are
0: so outnumbered. You can't it's miss okay.
2: it. I'm
3: fine. I'm used
0: to it. I mean, Lion King's good. We like it. Funny Nemo is awesome, and what they so do with those
3: puppets is so incredible. impressive.
0: Can I get an amen? Wow, so that's a
1: sentence you don't hear a lot. What they do with those puppets is
0: incredible. It is amazing. It's, it's
1: amazing.
3: You're just mad because you can't do it. No,
1: I could definitely do
0: it. In fact, we usually
2: now this is when we have one day at Animal Kingdom, but we we like to get a fast pass for it, so our kids can sit right there in the front. And, and it get is a lot the of The puppets come down and talk down to, to us. Shelby, I'm the only person
1: in this. Room. Been paid to do puppets for an extended period of time.
2: Not
3: those kind of puppets with the trigger and.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And they sound just like the character. It's amazing.
3: And there's no curtain to hide you. Like they're acting while doing puppets. It's impressive. It's It's awesome.
0: And there's bubbles. It's wow. so good. Yeah, you, you guys can. Love you just it, got tamed point. up on. No, I, I don't it, care. And it turns it's Finding okay. Nemo into a musical. A
1: lot of people like that musical. I mean, a lot of people like McDonald's hamburgers too. So, um,
2: did you just compare Finding what, Nemo to McDonald's no, hamburgers? I'm, I
1: don't know who said
2: that.
3: Uh, <sighs> there goes our sponsorship with McDonald's. <laughs> well,
2: all right. And you got put on a list for Finding Nemo.
1: I'm on the list. No, it's a good. Um, it's a good show, no doubt. It's a good show. I. We don't. I don't care for it personally. Uh, it's just not my thing. But it's a good show. Uh, we're not going to go see it. We've <laughs> se- we've seen it once, hmm. twice, and and we're it's, we're good to go. I'd rather be over at DHS looking at <laughs> their stuff over there.
0: Looking at their stuff over there.
1: (laughs) So we're going over to DHS, and we're going to, like I said, we're going to do Toy Story Land. We're going to do two of the three attractions there. We're going to make sure we hit Toy Story, and we're going to make sure we hit Slinky Dog. We're going to hit Rock and Roller Coaster. We're going to do Tower of Terror. We're going to do Star Wars, because i got three boys who have to do Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And that's something I need to edit, I need to throw in. And we're going to do Phantasmic because that's the show we like better at night. We, I would rather be at DHS. That's one reason I'd rather be at DHS at night is because I'd rather see Phantasmic than River of Light. I'm going to ask you really? River of Light. River of what? Just kidding. Oh, I'm going to ask you Rivers of Light question, yes or no, and then I'll talk about mm. Star Wars thing real quick. Uh, Rivers of Light, yes or no, did you enjoy it? Nope. Okay. Jesse.
2: Oh, no.
1: Okay. Shelby. <laughs>
2: I did
3: not. Okay. Although right. it did give me the opportunity to watch Predators playoff game last year. <laughs>
1: okay. Now, Disney, wow. we love you. You know we Absolutely. love you. Absolutely. But Rivers of Light, not my thing either. Mm-mm. So I was just thinking I saw it really early, and it. Had, but you guys have seen it recently. No. Okay, so.
3: It's just slow. Yeah, it's but slow. But th- some people could probably really like it, enjoy it.
1: Absolutely. Those people who like Finding Nemo and like uh, different things. So. <laughs> Country Bear, Jimbo. It's awesome. If,
3: if Nemo so was up. in the Rivers of Light, I would have thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Well, they, they, <laughs> it's to me, it's more of an Epcot type show. Like it feels like it should. I don't know. It, there's some cool technology in it that, that's worth It's worth seeing once. Absolutely. It's a checklist thing. You did it. You've been there, done that. So, And it's fun to sit there and eat. Something. The venue
3: is really cool. I, yeah. That's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're trying to, I mean, I'm pulling the positive out of it. And I, I think they're going to work on it some more. I don't think it's going oh, to be agree. the way it is forever. So, all right. So what I said, we're going to come back and talk about the Star Wars thing real quick. Obviously, Star Wars Land is going to open next year, and it's going to be a game changer. We're talking about it just right now. But one reason I would have to go to DHS early is if I want my son to be in the Jedi Training yes. academy. Mm-hmm. I've got to go to DHS first. first. You do. So that might change what I'm thinking. So I, now I'm leaning towards what I would really do is go to DHS first, get my son in Jedi training. I'd have to be in line early because I want to schedule a time early enough to where I can get over to. Animal you
2: camping. almost have to rope drop that.
1: Now. Almost. You can. From my experience, and we've uh, we've always gone when when. For that reason. Um, you can get a time before, like, if, if you're in line to go in DHS when it opens, you're going to get in a longer line to wait for the Jedi Training Academy. And usually it doesn't fill up until, like, you, you'll you have to be, if you're an hour late to DHS, you might still be able to get in Jedi Academy, but that's about the cutoff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And but that probably not- depends on time of year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when, how crowded it is. And you're going to get whatever time slot's left.
1: Right, right. You can pick which time slot you want if you're there at, at, at the very beginning.
0: So if you're planning a half day, right.
2: you really need to get in first. Because I know we have we were there pretty close to opening, and our nephew got like the what, 4 o'clock slot or something that afternoon. So we wouldn't have been able to, um, to check out. We would have had to stay the whole day for him to get to experience that. Um, so it's definitely something to think about if you're only doing a half day. Yeah. Getting there right away.
1: Where are you eating for Okay, let's give people lunch options for each Ooh. park and then where are you eating for dinner both parks. I mean, if you're doing a half day thing, I I'm, I'm told you I'm doing the kiosk at Animal Kingdom for lunch. I'm just going to various lo- kiosks It could be at the Hammurabi marketplace. Where wherever I see Harambe? You
3: know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or good. then uh for Did dinner like that role? For dinner at Animal Kingdom, uh I'm probably doing the same thing, honestly. For DHS lunch, I'm probably going to the, and I don't know what it's called.
0: Andy's. Andy's lunch, lunch pal-
1: I'm
3: probably lunch not box? going to. Andy's I'm going to Fairfax Club. Fair oh. and getting the barbecue chicken salad. It's so the, good.
1: The Fairfax Fair, now,
3: it's right next to Hollywood Tower of Terror.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, the sun, the what's it called? The court. It's the court area. The yeah, there's
2: multiple rest, little right. restaurants there. Right, and it's um, the
1: Sunset,
2: Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard Court, mm-hmm.
1: or whatever. So that there's a lot of little eaters, yeah. right?
2: Little well, cheeseburger place, chicken. I'm salads.
1: talking you can get, you can get the pretty much counter service meal over there by uh, Jedi Training Academy, the Indiana Jones.
3: Oh, you're like, talking Canada. about ABC's commissary? No,
2: no,
1: not that. Commissary's on the main drag. I'm talking over by Indiana wrong. Jones, over between Indiana Jones and the Star Wars yeah. ride. That's that's the restaurant yeah. I'm looking at. Are we eating at a lot. S- right in front of that? Backlot, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are we eating at a? Uh, what about a table table service? Honestly, I don't really
2: prefer to eat any meals at Hollywood Studios. I don't. I don't. None of them are like our favorite places to go. Right. There are definitely other places we would choose to eat first.
1: Somebody called me well, from Disney two days ago, and we're like, "Hey, we're at Disney Hollywood Studios. Where do we eat?" And I said, "Somewhere else."
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say I. A couple of things. Everybody always bashes it. It's not the best, but place. But I, I still love Sci-Fi, and I think the food quality is so, ever so slowly increasing at Sci-Fi. And I still like Mama Melrose. You have mm-hmm. to know what to order. Um, we on our last family trip. Well, no, several trips back. We tried 50s Prime Time again, which mm-hmm. Randy is a huge fan of. I enjoyed
3: of. it. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. My when we experience ate
0: there. was not great. Mine wasn't we great. we for one thing, the food was eh. fried and chicken. The waitress or waiter, me, like I wanted the full experience. Nothing. I got nothing. Well, they've changed. So that.
1: I think they got enough complaints about the way it was.
0: Well, and we didn't get that. anything. Like not even a little. Did you
1: get the chocolate cake though?
0: Yeah. What'd you think? We had to take it to go because. I know. It was Massive. It was delicious.
3: My and, problem with the, the Sci-Fi drive-in is that it the menu is the exact same at ABC's commissary. It's the exact same. You can get the same food.
0: Mm, no, they've changed it recently. They've up. They have upgraded the menu. And From I've, what I've seen. Okay. They, okay. Let,
1: if, let's. If clarify. they've done that, then
3: yes. I just want to tell
0: you, give it another shot. Let's okay. clarify Try this again, real quick. Maybe. maybe
1: Sci-Fi 50s primetime, Mama Melrose. Hollywood Brown Derby and uh, the the Disney after Hollywood and Hollywood Vine. And Vine. Mm-hmm. These are your table, table service, service meals there at DHS. Of all four parks, DHS has the worst reputation <laughs> for these table service parts. Sci-Fi Dine-In, as far as atmosphere and look to the place, is by far, in my opinion, the most interesting place to eat. Mm-hmm. And by interesting, that's what I mean. Like it's there's something neat and fun about it. Mm-hmm.
3: You get to sit in a car,
1: and the service there has—I have—and I don't know why this is, maybe just random luck. But our server has always been awesome at Sci-Fi. Like I've always had really good service at Sci-Fi. It's the only place I have been given free things at, like eating. Like the guy brings mm-hmm. you out, "Oh, this is on me." Yeah, and consistently at Sci-Fi. But don't expect that if you go there. All right, so well, we, we like
2: Hollywood also- and Bind for our our yeah. kids. Um, I mean, the food's kind of your typical. Buffet food. But our kids really enjoyed it, and it got us to skip the lines of meeting those characters. And I know, like, is mm-hmm. a new character now, mm-hmm. and our kids are going to want to wait a long time to meet her. And so it would be nice to go there and get to meet those characters. Um, so that is a good option if you've got young kids that watch a lot of Disney Junior. hmm Yeah. Yeah, and, but they,
1: it's not always the Disney Junior folks. So you got to have to watch, like, when they – because sometimes they sub them out with the big five with Mickey Minnie. And that for dinner, which well, which meal for,
2: is that? the morning, uh, I think breakfast and lunch is is Disney Junior and, and I think dinner is, is different
0: characters. Minnie. Character. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so different. All
1: right. Anything else on the food at DHS? The
0: Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge. Oh um, yeah, that's a good. Point. Is actually really good. If you're there, don't have a reservation. When Robbie and I were there on a trip, we were like, let's just check it out and it's Actually, very nice location-wise location because you sit outside, so you can really get some good people watching. And you can kind of get a taste of the menu without having to, to use a signature dining. Um, you know, if you're not on the dining plan, you can just go and get a couple of different tastes of things and kind of share. So that's a good option if you don't have a reservation.
1: For people who don't know, the signature dining means that you use two of your meal credits.
0: Right, it's just a pricier, it's, a, it's nicer right. dining.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not a huge fan of eating there. Our our experiences there haven't been awesome, but you know, it's DHS. Uh, anyways, all right. So, Animal Kingdom. Where are you eating at Animal Kingdom? Let's say you're not like me and you're not snacking everywhere you go. What are you doing for lunch if you're there for lunch? And then what are you doing for dinner?
3: It's a tough choice for me because I really like Flame Tree Barbecue, their quick service. But I also really like the quick service at Yak and Yeti. Uh, You get uh, basically it's like a Chinese takeout. They've got great sweet and sour chicken. That's
1: fantastic. So Pizza Fari is right out.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh man, yeah, never go there. Um, (laughs) I don't. Yeah, Flame Tree Barbecue is one of my top uh, favorite quick service restaurants and. Their plates are big. Like, we split a lot of times. They give you a lot of food, which is really nice, Um, especially if you're trying to cut back on some spending or you don't have a dining plan, being able to split some of those bigger meals. Um, And they're delicious. So, we like
0: that one a lot. Okay. Well, pre-recording the show, I did get called out uh, for my love of nachos. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I know, Todd, you briefly mentioned the nachos that they have over, um, it's close to the... To the boneyard, mm-hmm. um, but they're like the thin potato chips. I mean, like the thin slice. Oh, they're good, and no, the buffalo right. sauce. So that would be one. But again, like Shelby said, this is hard. I love Yak and Yeti. If you want a sit-down spot, that's a great one. The ambiance is perfect. You're you feel like you're in a foreign country, and having some amazing cuisine. Mm-hmm. Okay. You that's like a the great one
1: know this for a fact. I do. Well, yeah. We're yeah. about to talk it's,
0: about one it's... that you love. We are? Yes. you you're reading my mind. You're the proponent this of
1: this restaurant more than anyone here on the.
0: Wow. You what if I say the I'm wrong talking. thing? No. Satouli Canteen? No, that's a that's good fine. one too. Where's that? That is in Pandora. Okay. And that one is like for, for a quick service mm-hmm. option. Is fabulous. Okay. Just to get something a little bit different, I I like something kind of out of the box. Um, so I would say that's a great option they too. There's some
1: unusual snacks over there too in Pandora, mm-hmm. and, but they're mm-hmm. sweet snacks mainly, not not a lot of savory over there.
0: Yeah, there's some really good stuff. What am I not saying? What am, what? Are well, you...
1: I'm surprised you haven't mentioned Tusker House. It's there. At oh, Animal I do
0: Kingdom. I do like Tusker House. That's right. See? And so the, the I,
1: sit down restaurants at Animal Kingdom, Tusker House. Tiffin's, which is mm-hmm. your more pricey signature. signature dining experience, Yak and Yeti, and Range Forest Cafe, which is, is a chain that is that is in several places, but yeah. also outside the animal kingdom.
0: Well, and I actually haven't eaten at Tiffin's, but I know Randy has, and it's one of his favorite. Yes. I don't want to speak for him, but I think it's one of his favorite spots. It's an
1: odd location to me. Like, I did not think it, like, when they explained, like, Tiffin's to me, I didn't picture it on the backside of Pizza Fari.
0: Hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> but but let me also throw this out there, because, you know, they have a lounge also, Tiffin's. So, again, if you don't want to, number one, make the reservation, or, number two, have to pay that much money for a, quote-unquote, signature dining, you can go to the lounge and still get tastes of what they're going to serve in the restaurant. And sometimes that's a better bang for your buck, especially if you're on a trip that's just couples, Mm. Um, you know, because you can share a lot of stuff and check it out.
1: You know, 50's Primetime Cafe back over in DHS also has a lounge. And just wanted to mention that. It's really neat.
0: That's where I like to get the peanut butter and jelly shake. Oh, yeah. And then take that with me on the road. That's a good call. Mm.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the last thing we're going to talk about today, tonight... Uh, we talked about what you should do if you're making those two things, and I don't know how helpful this is, but a lot of folks maybe choose Epcot instead of one of these other two parks. Real quick, what would you? How are you changing this up if it's Epcot? Which park are you doing Epcot with? Where are you going first? What's what are you making sure you hit? Are you still staying for Fantasmic, or are you doing Illuminations? Like, what are you doing?
3: It's a tough call. I uh, would love to be at Epcot for dinner because there's all kinds of restaurants that you can choose from.
1: Yeah, this is not even close. This is like the Alabama Citadel game in the second half. I mean, (laughs) Epcot has a lot more food
3: than DHS. I also, for a strange reason, would like to be at Epcot in the morning uh, over Animal Kingdom. And same thing with Hollywood Studios because I'm almost always going to go to Epcot. Or I'm almost always going to go to Starbucks in the morning. <laughs> and I do not like the paper straws at Animal Kingdom. Oh, I
0: wondered where you were going with Wow. That. I was, too. I was going to be like, you know they have a Starbucks. Yeah, and all, totally they all have AHS. Starbucks, but...
3: Didn't they get rid, rid of all their and straws, and straws <laughs> Yeah, Starbucks is doing that officially everywhere. It's really sad.
2: So, sorry, man.
0: Bring your own straw. <laughs> <laughs> I might start.
1: So what about... Uh, but what about more specifically... DHS and Epcot. Where are, you, where are you going first? I think I still
2: prefer um, Fantasmic as a show. Okay. Um, I always choose that for our family over um, Illuminations. Um,
3: I'm not sure our kids have seen Illuminations. It's late, too. That's another reason. Let me.
1: We, you know, some of our listeners do appreciate the fact that we do make it a point to point this out. Fantasmic, if you've not been, can be frightening. For small children. That's
2: very true yes
1: there's some there's some loud noises there's some frightening imagery uh, especially when it gets to the night on bald mountain part uh, you've got the, the scene from from uh, from Fantasia they um, with the demon and the skeletons riding the horses and they're making the scary scooby-doo villain noises and it's just there it is frightening there's a large Dragon, snake. I mean, the Skidmore family who goes to Disney a lot with us, I remember his daughter, Daisy, when she was like 7 or 8, turned around to David and said, why in the world did you bring me to this? As it it ended, it frightened her so bad. But uh, once your kids are like 10, 11, it's not a problem. But if you have a kid that gets frightened easily by images, then maybe... Phantasm might be a little much.
3: Illuminations might be your better choice. It might be. Which I'll take this time to say that Illuminations is ending. It's summer two thousand nineteen. What? It is. This Where is the last have you been? For it. I didn't
0: know that. Yes.
3: It also means this is the last Christmas that it's going to be Christmas themed. So.
0: But Uh, but they're gonna do something new. Yeah, they're exciting and amazing amazing I'm actually excited, honestly. I am too. Uh,
3: I've not ever really loved illuminations. It's cool to see the first time.
1: What I have loved about illuminations is that they light those torches around the Yes (laughs) around the park. And and I I like the lights going out and it being dark. That's Mm -hmm. about
0: it. I I would imagine
3: they would still do that with whatever
0: they do next. Yeah. We'll see. Well so my answer for this might be slightly different. And I'm gonna I'm going to do DHS in the morning and I am going to want to be in Epcot for dinner, but I'm not going to see illuminations. I'm going to, we're going to have dinner. If we still have energy left, we might go back to Hollywood studios and watch the star Wars show.
1: Okay. And why would you do that?
0: Or we might do launch bay and then watch it. Um, for my family, uh, I don't want to say we're not into Fantasmic. We're
1: not Fantasmic people.
0: We're not Fantasmic people, but it's a it's an investment, honestly. Thank you, Randy. It is an investment. It's an investment. Big time. If you want to get in there, you got to get in there. You got to walk. I don't know what is it? Like a mile and a half to no. get. <laughs> it's back there though. Well,
1: I would say it it's is. It's a, a
0: journey. Hall, it's a journey. And then you've got to get there early. You've got to wait till it starts. We're not into that. We are so into Star Wars. We want to watch the Star Wars. And we want to be in a great spot for it. Um, you know, if you watch Fantasmic, people might think you can come out and just see. You can see the Star Wars stuff, but you're not in the ideal spot. Right. But they,
1: they will at the okay. end of Fantasmic say, if you want to see the Star Wars show, go this way. If you want to exit the park, go
0: that way. Right, right. But we don't, we just, just don't want to mess with it, okay? There are That's a lot of saying.
3: people at that show. A lot of people. Fantasmic. Yes, fantastic if, yes. if
1: you're going to Fantasmic, the the strategy is to get there early enough to where you can sit on the top far right. There's not a bad seat. There's just not a bad seat. So the top far right gives you the opportunity to get out quicker mm-hmm. uh, because they're going. That's how they're going to exit. If mm-hmm. you're looking at the stage, you want to be to the right of the stage mm-hmm. um, and near the top. Um,
2: I would say another take on on going. Um, to Epcot at the end of the day two would be if maybe I was just going with Shelby, if it was just a couples. Um, I think we'd much rather be in Epcot at night. I think for adults, mm-hmm. there's more um, for us to do and enjoy together that maybe our kids would be like, all right, we're done. This is boring. Um, but where we would, we would enjoy it together more and could hang out later and experience some of those things. So that's,
1: yeah, that's our favorite. Thing. Then make the
2: walk over if you want to.
1: Yeah. that And that's the thing I was going to mention. DHS and Epcot is an easy do because mm-hmm. they're, they're about a mile from each other on a walking path.
3: It's a fun walk.
1: <clears throat> and, and you can take a boat. You can take a boat that goes between both places. Um, and so that's a fun experience. Uh,
0: can we just say which is faster, the boat or walking? I think walking hands is down, faster. Hands down, walking, as tested by, we did an experiment. Oh, you on, did? Yes. Oh.
1: Yes. Well, the year they canceled the half marathon... We ran that trail oh, many times. I bet so you did. I'm pretty familiar with that trail.
3: Yeah. It's awesome being on the boardwalk, too. That's part of the walk. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it is. I, I was thinking to myself, what? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> yeah, the, if you haven't seen here, the funny thing about that is the first year we ran the, the marathon, there's a part of the marathon that takes you on that path and you run by the beach club. I had I didn't know that part of Disney World existed until I ran that race. Like we had been going to Disney for a decade, and I had no clue that area Mm -hmm. was there because we we were just originally that family that that came in, did all four parks all day, and then we you know then we left. We weren't doing the whole, we weren't trying to find new experiences because we were trying to experience everything. The the four parks. But then when we expanded our Disney palette and we started figuring out all this stuff, we're just like, man, this is cool. We really like the board. Um, and I I think for couples, obviously, Epcot is mm-hmm. just amazing. Yeah. And man, all right, I could go into that and talk about it a lot more, but we don't need to. Well Well, I just think it's an interesting talking point. This show may have not helped anyone, but I, for Disney fans, this is a this is a debate. Like, what do you do if you want if you've only got four days or three days? Which park are you cutting out? I think most people. Are going to try to do two parks in one day, and uh, let's just real quick. If you had to cut out one park, you're not going to one of the four parks. Which one are you not going to? We've done a whole show on this, but not with Jesse and Shelby. Which one, Stephanie?
0: Oh, why'd you go to me first? Okay, I'll, keep, go to, I'll
1: go to Shelby. Well, because the way I'm well, okay, my point of view is
0: okay. Well, this is really hard to say. I almost feel like I need to wash my mouth out with I soap, know. but. Frater. I'm going to have to leave out Epcot, not because I don't love it, but reason being it's so big and, I, and we love it so much that we almost feel like we need two days or um, to be able to hop to it a couple of times to be able to cover it. So that's the one I'm going to cancel out for right huh? now. Yeah.
2: Okay, this is only at this moment in life I would eliminate... Epcot only because I haven't done the new stuff at Hollywood Studios, and so I feel like I need to do that right now. But had you asked me, like after I had experienced it once, I'd probably say I'd cut out Hollywood Studios. But right now, I need to do it. I want to experience it.
3: I would eliminate Epcot, but, um, and that's not an easy choice. My two favorite rides are at Hollywood Studios and Everest, so.
1: Okay, I'm going to eliminate. Uh, Magic Kingdom? Well, honestly, if my boys were given that choice, they would say Magic Kingdom. Brewer would not, my youngest son. But my oldest two boys would would want to go to DHS for the Star Wars Mm -hmm. slash Toy Story stuff. They're going to go to Animal Kingdom because they want to ride Flight of Passage because that's their favorite thing in the world now. And they're going to want to go to Epcot because they love Test Track and Soarin' so much. We There's love not. Thorne. They don't have a ride at Magic Kingdom that equals how much they love those other things. Now, they love Space Mountain, they love Big Thunder, but that's, a, that's weird. But as the patriarch of the family, we're going to Magic Kingdom, whether yes. they like it or not. Absolutely. So we're going to cut out, geez, this is hard, probably DHS at this point, because we have experienced Toy Story, we've done it, we've seen it. We still like Flight of Passage better. So, that's it. All right. If you disagree with us, then uh, I think we've covered all the bases. So, you've disagreed with one of us and you've agreed with some of us. So, anyways, <laughs> unless you don't like Finding Nemo, uh, it, yeah, that's the only thing you've that – that <laughs> Anyways. All right. So, we've covered quite a bit of ground tonight on those three parks. You're never too old to wish upon a star.